0: everybody, Ryan here, with another episode of Ryan's Cinematic Obsessions. The podcast where we just sit around and chat about movies. This isn't some critic's take or anything like that. Just a bunch of film lovers coming together to talk about the films that they love. So first things first, I just wanted to thank everybody who stopped in and listened to Sean, AKA Zaren Isaac and I's talk about the thing. We are actually in the process of doing the second episode now. So that will actually be the next episode of the podcast. And like I said, in that episode, we're probably going to be doing like three of them. We're, we're just going to see, you know, where it goes from there. I really love the conversation and just seeing where we lead each other. And, um, yeah, it's just really nice, and I'm so glad you guys enjoyed it, and decided to check it out. Alrighty, let's get into this week's episode. So, I don't know if you guys follow me on social media. Most of you guys probably do, but for years... I have just had a major major problem with my movie collection you know I got married 11 years ago up until then I lived at home and I kind of have always had movies all over the place at one point I think I had like 3,000 movies at one time I had shelves the shelves were all maxed out but now you know when I became an adult You can't just, especially when you're sharing your life with somebody, you just can't have movies all over the place. Like you got to have a home and chaos and stacks of movies everywhere. That is not my kind of home. It's stressful. So I've always liked having my movies nicely organized. In 2010, leading up to the wedding, I did what I like to call the, the great purge of 2010. And that is where I... Purged a lot of my collection of things that I had watched once, uh, that were just you know low rent kind of DVDs at the time, stuff that I got from Blockbuster previously owned or previously viewed and all that kind of stuff, and it was things that I just wanted to get my collection as big as I possibly can. So I bought a movie for a dollar here, two dollars there, ten dollars there, five dollars there, eight dollars there. And so I just had a big problem with just having so many movies that I just watched once. And so I got a lot of these movies together and I purged them with the sole purpose of trading them in to movie stop to try to get more Blu-rays. I didn't actually get a Blu-ray player until I got married. So that was in 2011. Um, No, I got married in 2010. Oops. Um, That is when I first got my Blu-ray player. And so in order to get Blu-rays at the time at movie stop, you had to trade them in. The value wasn't great, but if you trade in like 20 movies, you get a couple good Blu-rays, that kind of thing. And that was good for me. I just wanted to get my Blu-ray collection started. And so that was one of the first big purges that I had ever done. That um, was going on as we moved in together. And that was also going on during my original um, lineup of YouTube videos that I started in 2011. That was the year that I finished The Purge because it took me about a year to get everything fizzled out and just kind of thinned out a little bit. And so a lot of the movies that I mentioned in those earlier update videos, especially when I talk about going to Movie Stop and picking up things, those were actually purchased with um, with um in-store credit to Movie Stop, a lot of them were. So if you go back to all those earlier videos from like two thousand eleven, that was me spending my trading in, Movie Stop credits, and as you can see in those videos, I always kept my DVDs and stuff really nice and neat. So, but back then it wasn't alphabetical order. So over time, uh, my wife would help me. We actually have more books in my house than movies. My wife is a big reader. I'm a big reader, but she really is. So like moving into our house, um, we have thousands and thousands of books in our houses. Or in our house, we have like 10 huge bookshelves with the glass doors on them. I mean, we have so many. We They call our house the library, and they always have. <clears throat> so my wife always helped me put stuff in alphabetical order because I actually absolutely hate that process. And so she loves it. And so she be able to help me. And so over time it's been in alphabetical order here and there and it was never perfect. So we moved into where we are now about eight, nine years ago, actually almost 10 years ago now. And Space was kind of an issue, even though it was a bigger place. We have more furniture and stuff since then. Uh, My wife now works from home, so one of the rooms is converted into an office. And it's just always been an issue about how much movies I have stacked all over the place. And so about a year ago, I had everything fixed up, got new shelves and everything like that. And then over time, new things, new things, new things. And then on my wife's beautiful piano for the past six months has been stacks and stacks of stuff that I got for like Christmas, last year's birthday. I'm already getting ready to come up on another birthday. And so that's how long they were there on both sides of the TV, stacks and stacks of stuff. Under the TV, like in the cabinet was all my Criterion. I just had stuff all over the place, and I finally just got to a place of saying, what am I doing, it's kind of like that episode of Seinfeld, where George gets engaged, and Jerry's just kind of over living his life like that, and he's like, what are we doing, what is this, what is this, we're not men, that, and I was kind of feeling like that, and so I decided to take the next step, to clear my life of the stress. A few weeks ago, actually, it's probably about a month ago now. My good friend Luke Razorwire Review. I don't know why I have an issue saying his name. Razorwire reviews, wire, Razorwire, <laughs> Luke Razorwire reviews on YouTube. He'll eventually be on this podcast as well. Uh, We've done many videos and stuff together. He's a huge supporter and doer of my 24-hour movie marathon challenge. He's actually made it bigger than anything I could have made it. Anyways, I digress. Um, He made a video talking about his collection. He has quite a few films as well. He has an entire room just filled with stuff, stacks all over the place. And he did a video talking about how You know, he's never gonna watch every single thing that he has. It's just life gets in the way. You know, you're never gonna have enough time to watch everything that you have. He has like over a thousand movies in his collection that he has never watched that he's trying to get through it, but as he's watching them, he's buying more to add to the pile, and it's just the numbers are going down a little bit, but then they go back up. But he just did a hypothetical video about, you know, his movie collection. Not hypothetical, but he was talking about how why does he need some of the things in his collection? And a main thing that he was talking about was he was holding up his Breaking Bad barrel set. And, you know, that set was amazing when it came out. Since then, you know, you could watch them. Obviously, you could, you've always been able to watch them on, um, you know, on Netflix and everything like that. And he made the comment talking about how for convenience purposes, every time he's gone through the series Breaking Bad, which he's rewatched twice since the original time he watched it, he always just used Netflix for the convenience of it and he could really watch it everywhere. And, you know, he doesn't have to worry about whether he has a Blu-ray player where he's at or whatnot. And it's just convenient. But he's saying that Like, why do I have this? Am I ever going to go through all the special features? I've had it for 10 years. And I haven't even really done anything with it. Because every time he watches them, it's usually on Netflix whenever he's gone through it for convenience purposes. Me and him are both really big on physical media. You know, that's our whole hobby. Our love of film is centered around physical media. But I think, yes... Blu-rays, you get better picture quality than you do for streaming. Even if it's like a 4K stream, you'll get a better bit rate on Blu-rays, that kind of thing. I understand all that. And Luke understands all that, too. And I'm not going to... And Basically, he's keeping that barrel set. He was talking about, should I just get rid of it? Because he sold off a lot of stuff, too. Not a ton, but he sold off a lot of stuff. And, you know, it was gifted to him by somebody special to him. He's always going to keep it. But that had me thinking about things in my collection, and there's a lot of things that I started. I wanted to start, you know, kind of giving or selling on eBay. So I started selling some stuff on eBay. Um, a little bit later, everybody else on YouTube that I follow started doing these kind of videos talking about the state of their collection and the future of their collecting. Um, everybody, besides one person, um, who's the last video I watched on the topic, Brian Lomax on YouTube, he's pretty much selling everything but like 100 or 200 of his favorite movies, movies that he loves. He has a pretty massive collection, too. I'm not selling everything. Luke isn't selling everything. That's where I'm going to stop talking about Luke because I don't want to speak for him. But I'm not selling everything. But I am getting rid and I've already taken out probably two or 300 movies off of my shelves that I'm probably not going to watch again, at least that format, DVDs, um, summer Blu-rays. And I'm just probably not going to watch it because maybe eventually I get the 4k, but I started thinking to myself, if I want to watch this movie again, am I going to watch this DVD or do I want to watch the best quality that I could probably get on Amazon prime by rinsing it or something? And with the DVD, it's fine because you know, the bit rate even there. And the look of it is way better on the streaming part of it. But it's kind of a conundrum a little bit because we're big proponents of physical media, but yet we're saying we're going to stream this instead. Another example is I'm a big Star Trek guy. Um, I grew up a Star Trek fan. I became a Star Wars fan when I saw the movies for the first time when I was 10. I was really into Star Wars for a long time. Um... Kind of fell out of it because of all the fandom crap that has gone on. Um, really, the last new thing of Star Wars I, I saw was um, Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, Rise of Sky- Yeah, Rise of Skywalker, and I liked it. I thought The Last Jedi, controversial opinion here, was a phenomenal film and way better than The Last Jedi or The, the <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. But um, the I haven't really been big into the new Star Wars stuff, and Star Trek, which was my original love, has become a bigger part of my life now than Star Wars really ever was. So really, reading and watching Star Trek has been a big thing. I usually go through the original Star Trek motion picture series and the Next Generation series of films maybe once every couple years. So two years ago, when I went through them, I just had the director's edition, DVD special edition sets. They had preferred cuts for some of the films that I really liked. Uh, but they just did not look great on my 4K TV, and they just did not look amazing. I actually did not grow up with those cuts, so like I wasn't like married to those definitive director's cuts or anything like that. Um, but I just wanted to see them with really good quality. So the first time I did it was on Amazon Prime, went through all of them. They were all on there at that time. I went through the whole series this past year earlier in the year and in anticipation for um, strange new worlds, the new star Trek series. I just wanted to go ahead and I had just finished rewatching star Trek, the next generation again, me and my wife started Voyager and we wanted to go through the movies. So, um, started going through the movies again and it was on Paramount plus obviously. So that's how I watched them this past time. Those DVDs that I had of Star Trek took up so much. They took up an entire shelf. And I'm talking like the original, um, the original series DVD sets, not the special ones. But the original ones, they were all like scratched up and stuff. That took up a huge space. And then all the movies. I had all the special editions of all the movies. That took up a good chunk of space. So I removed all those. Now, I still have my Blu-rays of the films that I have on Blu-ray. But those DVDs took up a lot of room. So I took those off. I took a ton of other things off my shelf that I probably won't end up watching again. um, Because I want everything in my collection to be a film that I really, really like. Another example is, you know, a classic like My Fair Lady. A movie I don't really particularly like or care for. And my wife had no has no interest in watching that right now. And I had like a nice DVD set. I got rid of that. I'm probably never going to see that movie again. I, that's a movie I just do not care for at all. So there's a lot of those kind of situations where I just bought a ton of movies and had a ton of movies just to have in my collection, my film library. And I'm trying to get that down to films that I absolutely want to own. In a lot of ways, in the best possible format that I can get. So I got rid of about 300 movies. It's, it is a lot, but I still have a ton. Because I was the great thing is that I have these three huge wooden bookshelves. And if you've followed me on social media, you've seen them. I have them all in order, alphabetical order. Everything's nice. All my fancy box set displays are on the top. But I have all my movies together. In alphabetical order now then i have my criterions on the same shelf in spine number order everything looks great and i also have like three bags of movies that um the ebay market for dvds is really dry for movies that aren't really like special or anything like that like i could sell some of my criterion dvds um like the the third man on Criterion on DVD and Blu-ray, but I want to keep them because those are great additions. So I'm not talking, I would never sell a Criterion. I would never sell a Kino, um, Kino classic. I'm talking about bare bones DVDs and bare bones, Blu-rays of stuff that I've since upgraded to something else. Also, um, Actually, let me take a quick break, take a, a sip of water before I get into the next thing. One thing I've really tried doing this year is watching more movies for the first time than re-watching to kind of just branch out. I've always been really big on re-watching movies because it's comforting to me revisiting places and stories that just... I love this year I have obviously for the past like seven years I've recorded everything I've watched on letterbox but this year I've really tried to watch more movies for the first time than rewatching and so far I'm at like 70% of the movies I've watched this year have been new watches now I'm not buying all these movies so you know that'd be a ton of money if I bought hundreds of movies just to watch for the first time. So my movie buying has gone down because I have YouTube TV. Great service. I love it. I have dvr and I have in my unlimited DVR. Right now, 600 movies that I've recorded off of TCM and other stations of classics, like B-Film Noirs, all that kind of stuff. That is how I've been watching movies and streaming because it's easy, you know, using HBO Max, uh, using... Tubi and Pluto TV for like a lot of those obscure kind of like B movies and stuff. I've been using those services. I'm a huge physical, and I'm saying this again, I'm a huge physical media guy, but I'm a big believer and I'm thankful that there's these services on streaming that make it easier for us to access movies that we can't really get our hands on. Because a lot of these movies too are movies that are in public domain that have poor transfers Or they are out of print. That's one thing. I've been going on a huge film noir kick this year, and I've probably watched over 80 film noirs for the first time. Some of them aren't even available on home video yet. Um, A lot of the, there's some that, you know, Eddie Muller does on TCM's Noir Alley. Some of them his Film Noir Foundation is restoring. Some of them aren't available yet on Blu-ray or anything like that. So I'm thankful for all these services for allowing that. So with that said, I haven't been buying as many this year because I've had no need to, I've had no interest to. The days of me buying things to buy them are over and they've been over for a few years now because I just could not fit anymore. With this purging, I'm able to, because, you know, DVR stuff doesn't last forever. There is the possibility of, you know, with everything going on with HBO max now, you know, streaming isn't going to be definitive all the time. You're never going to always have that film. So what I'm able to do now, because I've purged a lot of stuff is, um, for instance, um, double feature that I loved the past year on, um, TCM's new alley that Eddie Moeller and his film foundation restored was it's in a double feature set from Flicker Alley and it's the film High Tide, a film noir film. And what was the other one? Um not The Accused. It was uh something something like that. And they were great B-noirs. Um definitely nothing nothing like Double Indemnity or, or anything like that, but They were pretty great films, and I want those in my collection. So now I'm going to just start buying things that I've seen over the past year or so in great collections and putting them in my library to where I could revisit them whenever I want and not have to worry about the streaming part of it. So I'm kind of using both. So that is my movie viewing habits now. In the coming days, I'm probably going to be recording a video on my YouTube channel. That's going to be kind of a companion to this, and it's actually going to be showing my film collection. So you guys need to look out for that. That'll be cool. But I just wanted to make this episode actually kind of delayed episode two of the thing for a little bit, because this is actually really timely. This is a, something that a lot of people right now, especially in the movie community, are talking about is... Where are they at with their movie collection? We've all collected so many. We don't have any more room for them. What are we going to do? So I wanted to put my hat in the ring, my two cents in. And that's what this episode of the podcast is. What do you guys feel about your movie collections? You know, are you guys going to be selling them off eventually? Let me know in the comments sections on any of the social media sites that I post this on. Let me know what your thoughts are so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i know i enjoyed it it's like a nice bow at the end of this journey of getting my collection finally efficient i hope you guys are looking forward to the next installment of the little series that me and sean are doing on the thing episode two is coming up next week Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Be sure to follow me on my social media. Take care.